there are two awesome sponsors of the Watch Me Write podcast and project. The first one is Coach. And you can check out my specific link with coach.com slash Jason. If you want to turn your passion, your idea, your burning desire into an actual business, Coach can help you do it. And they can bring everything together in one place. Your landing pages, your emails, your online course, your digital products. They can just put everything in one place. And even better, they have people who are there that can help you tweak and change and adjust your stuff. They have their own coaches waiting to help you build your business. And a lot of the Watch Me Write folks from the beginning have checked them out, have taken advantage of signing up for free, which you can sign up and check it out. So give them a look with coach.com slash Jason is my link. And then also check out Acuity Scheduling. They are the other sponsor of this project. And Acuity has been so awesome to me. I have loved working with those folks. They take all of my headaches of time zones and calendar scheduling and having to worry about what time works for you if I want to have a call with someone. They've removed all of that from my life. And it sounds like such a simple thing to have to worry about, but it's such a pain. If you've ever tried to schedule a call with even more than one person and all the different calendar times and the time zones, it is the worst. Acuity makes it so easy. They give you a customizable page that you can put your photo and your branding and all this other stuff if you want to do that. They help you take care of clients if you have clients who pay for time on your calendar. There are so many awesome features. Check out Acuity. You get it for 45 days free. You can you can bang on the drums. You can beat the tires. You can whatever other metaphors. I'm in writing mode, so just all the metaphors are kind of coming together here. Check out acuityscheduling.com slash write. That's W-R-I-T-E, and get 45 days free. Thank you to Coach and Acuity for supporting this project. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I just went from 3,617 words written on day six to one. The first technical glitch. Bum, bum, bum. I mean, sure, I'm bummed because those words I've been typing for the past hour and a half are gone, but I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. I'll just retype them. It won't be forever, but I'm hoping that we have a backup. So I have sent a message to Zach, who's the developer of Watch Me Write, and we will see if he does. If he doesn't, again, not the worst thing in the world, but I wanted to share my immediate emotions. It was a little bit surprising, though. Uh, if you care, the last word that I did get to keep was rehouse. Not treehouse, which was the actual word, but it kept the word rehouse. So we'll see what happens after I get done writing and hear back from Zach. So it wasn't a technical glitch. It was a technical jackass. Someone who very well may be listening to this podcast episode decided that they would hack into the little uh, editor that we're using called Firebase and they would delete the entry or try to delete the entry that I had written live while I was writing. And a couple thoughts come to mind. First of all, this is why we can't have nice things, everybody. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things that kind of bothers me only because you put something out there like this and I'm willing to do it and that's fine, but it, it doesn't affect anybody else. Like this doesn't do anything to anybody else. It's me and my own little ecosystem, my own little world and my own bubble where someone just wants to come up and like mess things up or they just want to just ruin the party, you know? And it just, that bothers me a little bit. It, it doesn't bother me from the standpoint of it's going to slow me down from writing. And funny enough, two days ago, 
my writing focus was kind of on my lessons learned from reading The Obstacle is the Way, the book. And I wrote a whole bunch of stuff about that, and it seemed to really resonate with the people who are watching live. And the interesting part for me is that this now, like, motivates me. Like, now I'm, I'm kind of angry. Like, I want to write more, and I want to keep writing, and now I don't want to take breaks. And it's just interesting how that, you know, I think that perspective shift and everything I talked about kind of changing and looking at obstacles as something else where it, it motivates me almost. It makes me want to like shove it in this person's face that you're not going to stop this project. You're not going to stop me from writing, which is also just dumb because like, why do people do this? My other thought on this is that it, it does worry me. Maybe worry isn't the right word, but it kind of sucks because I look at it from the perspective of other people seeing this project and because it didn't go smoothly every single day because there was this this technical hiccup, this jerk who decided to delete everything, is that it might dissuade someone. Dissuade? Is that a word? I don't know. It might sway someone from doing a project like this. It might have them say, well, I don't want to take a chance because Jason did and he has experience doing this and, and he still had his site messed with or whatever. Like, what, what could I do? I don't have any experience doing this. I don't want my stuff to get destroyed or deleted or messed up or whatever. And that, that really, like, to me, that blows. That's not fun at all. That's not a productive thing. Like, that's just some person who doesn't realize the, the consequences of their actions and that, sure, it affects me, but I don't care because things like this roll off my back and I can fix them. And I'll talk about Zach in a second now. He actually is the one who fixes them. But it does affect other people who are watching this happen and who might be thinking about being courageous and doing something different or unique, and now they won't because of some dick on the internet who just decided to mess around. So I hope that person's listening, and I hope you know that it doesn't affect me, but I hope you realize that you may have affected other people, and that really sucks. Like, that's not cool. I hope you go to sleep at night and you can't sleep and you toss and turn, and I hope that your basement is really cold, and I hope that your cold pizza that you eat every day, I'm generalizing, I'm doing a lot of stereotyping here, I'm going to stop, because it doesn't add anything to the world for me to be negative, so I am going to move on to a more positive thing, which is that I ended up writing 4,454 words, uh, my word count is now over 30,000 words, as of the end of day six, I have written 34,071 words, which is really fun, I'm feeling good, Today's entry, actually, had I kept going, uh, I kind of had this little hiccup happen two hours in to today's writing, so I would have had two more hours. I was feeling really good. I think I actually probably could have broken 7,000, maybe even close to 8,000 words because there was so much stuff that I had that I was ready to talk about, and now it's just going to be broken up, and I'll talk about it tomorrow. And so those things, today was a lot about money and a lot about kind of my thoughts on how you know making money is different from getting paid and my girlfriend has actually written about this more eloquently but I wanted to share my thoughts on it as well because it's something I believe but I haven't really articulated it in any way and so yeah I'll continue that conversation tomorrow more along the lines of sharing my debt story which some people who are listening to this podcast or who've read my writing have read part of that but I want to share more of that and I also want to share a lot of the what I'm doing with money and how I manage my money going forward because I do think I do it a bit differently and I do think I look at money differently than a lot of people and you know not to say that like I'm making a lot more money because of the way that I look at it but I think I just I tend to value money in a different way than other people so I want to share that that's going to be tomorrow's entry stuff but I want to talk about Zach for a moment and I want to just thank Zach Gilbert who I know 
will probably listen to this because he's awesome and he listens to these things. But just to say thank you, Zach, for jumping to the rescue and making this all work and being smart enough to make sure there were kind of redundant backups here. And a bunch of people have now been asking about the technical side of things. So I think we will have to get together and write some kind of big recap post on this and do a technical section of that. I think it'll be fun for people to read how you put that together. So maybe I'll kind of bring you in and whether you want to write it about it or not, I guess I'm kind of forcing your hand now. Um, but only if it's, you know, a paragraph or two with a list of the sites that you use would be awesome. So we will talk about that. But I just wanted to shout out Zach and, and kind of a little lesson there too is you get what you pay for. And like I'm saying that not in the amount of money that I pay for Zach, but in that I chose a person who I knew would care about this project to work on it. And you can choose people to work on your projects, whatever it is that you're working on, and they may not give a shit if it goes down and they're not gonna help you if something goes wrong and that could leave you stranded. And luckily I chose Zach to work on this and he was willing to work on it and he didn't leave me stranded. He got it fixed and figured it out and you know is doing all the things to make sure it doesn't happen again and that means the world to me. It's really important that I have someone in my on my side, on my team, in my corner, who is kind of at bat for me, almost the same way that Lizzie is, my editor, uh, who is at bat for me in, in my words and trying to make them into something good. So, Zach, you are loved. You are very much appreciated, my friend. Uh, I do want you to know that um, I did not freak out when it happened. I played it cool in the chat on the Watch Me Write site, but that's actually how I was feeling. I really just, as I said in the little clip at the beginning of this episode, if I have to rewrite those words, then I just have to rewrite them. It's not the end of the world. I didn't write something that was just the most mind-blowing, great thing ever. I thought I had a couple decent jokes. That's the that's the kind of the benefit of doing a first draft is that you know you're going to be writing anyway. So if something like this happens, yeah, it's not fun. It's not what I wanted to have happen while I was writing it. It did derail me a little bit. Uh, I still wrote another thousand words after it went down, but I'm okay, and I'm still going, and things will be fine, and we figure it out, and all of those things. So I did want to shout out one thing. I mentioned in the earlier episodes of this podcast that I was doing some reading while writing, and I finished Stephen Pressfield's No One Wants to Read Your Shit, and it's a little bit uh, maybe applicable to nonfiction authors. I think it's more applicable to fiction authors, and I think he would say that as well, but it's really just some good encouragement, if you will, to like make your writing better, to make it more interesting. And that's what I'm really trying to do. I'm also trying to do what what I do naturally, which is like tangents and little weird things. And, you know, when thoughts come to my mind, throwing those at the end of sentences for no reason um, and doing that. And so I think that that's, that's something that's fun for me. And the other book that I just picked up, my girlfriend Caroline was reading the book by Lauren Graham. Um, oh, geez, I don't even know what it's called. Hold on. I have to look it up. The book is called Talking As Fast As I Can. You can find it on Amazon or whatever if you want to read it. Very fun, very funny. She was on the show Gilmore Girls, which I never watched ever, but Caroline watched it and she told me that the book was really funny. She actually laughed out loud while reading the book. So I was like, what are you reading? And she would read me some lines and they were funny. So I wanted to read this book because it'll help push me to add more of my natural humor in my writing where sometimes I'll leave that out because I'll just think, oh, this is fluff or this is extra. No one wants to read this. But that's the stuff I love about like Lauren Graham's book. That's the stuff I look forward to. When there's a break from those things, I'm like, oh, get back to the funny stuff. You know, get back to the stuff that I really enjoyed that's really true to you. So I wanna do more of that myself, especially in this book. Um, and like one of those things, like I just was looking at my, one of the sentences that I wrote, which was, anyone can get paid, anyone can get a job, anyone can exchange time for money, but it's an entire other ball of wax. Why is it a ball of wax? Who has ever owned a ball of wax? How do you even make a ball of wax to make money? 
So just like complete random things and mental uh, like corridors that I go down, if you will. And I just let myself go down those and share those. So those are my thoughts from today's day of writing. A little bit of drama today, everybody. A little bit of uh, something going wrong, which I don't know. Maybe it was interesting to you. Maybe it wasn't. If you were watching live, maybe you're just like, this is just a nuisance. It's not even fun. Um, I don't know. It adds a little wrinkle to the story, right? So let's not give it any more time. Let's not shed any more light on the person who decided to be a jerk and do this. Instead, let's focus on getting more words written, getting more of this book done, staying on task every day, and having two awesome sponsors who are supporting me, and that's withcoach.com slash Jason. Check out Coach if you want to put all of your online business stuff in one place, your email marketing, your online course, your digital products, and then have people who can help you when you need help building a landing page or writing copy or whatever it is. That's withcoach.com slash Jason. And then get your calendar scheduling set up right with Acuity. AcuityScheduling.com slash write, W-R-I-T-E. Get you 45 days free of my favorite scheduling app. This is the only scheduling app that I use and love and continue to use and have used for years. And it's just it's just simple. It's just easy. I find myself not talking a lot about all of their features because I I just don't feel like I have to. They just they do it. They win in the calendar scheduling app game. That is what you need to know. So give it a try. See if it works for you. Check out acuityscheduling.com slash write. And hopefully I'll see you in a live writing tomorrow. How about that? Watchmewrite.co. Thanks for the support, everybody. Mm-hmm.